0: If you're a bivocational pastor, then this special Flash episode
1: is just for you. I'm Pete Mitchell, and in between our regular Church Planner podcast episodes, I'll be bringing you insight and ideas to help our bivo pastors have an easier and more profitable go at it. If you'd like more info on the training program specifically for bivocational pastors, you can check it out at (laughs) missionbybusiness.com. Hey guys, just got back from the uh, movies with the family. We uh, went to the movies, uh, went out to dinner, and uh, anyway, I'm back home, and I wanted to do this quick video because I got an email the other day from a uh, bivocational pastor, church planner, who's been listening to the podcast for a while, has been watching these videos, hearing them on the podcast, and decided to check out the uh, missionbybusiness.com website where I've got some training on uh, being a business growth consultant and how I think it's one of the, the greatest things that Bible pastors can do. And, uh, and he very respectfully, very respectfully reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, um, I, I really, you know, I look at this training, it looks like it's really great, but man, I can't afford that. Who in the world can afford to come through your training it's so expensive, and so it was interesting, and he was very respectful in the way that he asked because I get a lot of really, really rude emails uh, ironically, of all the niches I work in the uh the rudest emails I get, literally the most that tell me how bad of a person I am uh, come from pastors so uh, I think he knows that right because Peyton and I talk about that on the podcast and stuff how Literally, it's no wonder why the church is in such a mess. I mean, how we treat people, it's, it's amazing. But he was very, very respectful. And I was like, well, here's the thing, man. Um, think about college. When you went to college, I don't know what you spent, but you spent way more than what my program costs. And at the end of the day, you can't make any money with your degree. I mean, you're struggling to get by. Uh, And this is the case, by the way, not just for him. Like, I I don't know his story, actually. I'm just, I know the story, right? I went to college. I know that even though I spent, I think it was like $25,000 a year, uh, at the end of the day, didn't help me make any more money. Now, I think there's an important uh, thing that college did benefit me, but that's not not my point that I'm getting at here. Maybe he went to seminary. I don't know if he went to seminary, but think about all the money you spend going to seminary, And at the end of the day, you still can't make any money. Now, that's obviously not what seminary is for. It's not so you can, hopefully, it's not so you can go out there, write a book and become a bestseller and, you know, get a big mega church or something like that. Um, But my point is, we're willing to spend money on some things, but not on others. So those who've been listening to the podcast for a while know that for the last, I don't know, four or five years, I've made, you know, relatively good money, about mid-six figures. And that is a direct result of the type of work that I do. And it's also the type of work where I really can do pretty much whatever I want. I have the time freedom that I want. That's one of the reasons that I was like, hey, I think this would be great for the right by vocational pastor because it can give someone the income that they need and the time freedom that they need to still be a husband and a father or in their family um, and also at the same time be a, a great leader. In their church which obviously is what their their first love is it's what they've been called to do so here's here's the thing man people who pay pay attention if you try to race to the bottom and be the cheap guy you know what you end up with frustration you don't make enough money you really don't want to work on your client's stuff you're always broke you're always poor and it's interesting because in the the ministerial side of things, uh, pastors, um, missionaries, this is very prevalent. And a big part of that is because most pastors and missionaries don't make a lot of money. So when you don't make a lot of money, money is a big deal to you. And we tend to project that onto everyone. So let's say you're a, a pastor, you haven't made much money, and you're a painter. like That's your trade. That's what you do. Generally speaking, you will probably price yourself less than what you should be pricing yourself at because you're going to look at everything through the lens of what does this cost? Buyers aren't looking at what does something cost? They're looking at what is the value? That's what they're after. People don't buy, you know, a, a house painted for the sake of it being painted. They're buying the value. They want a certain end result and that's what you're trying to deliver to them uh companies that don't try and race to the bottom um, look at nordstrom nordstrom has quarter after quarter they're always doing exceptionally well in their business what's a, a business that the whole model is being a low price leader walmart and man that company has losing quarters left and right eventually they're going to get shut out by amazon i mean amazon is still so or uh, walmart is still so much bigger than amazon I mean like seriously bigger than Amazon. We think of Amazon as everywhere. They don't even touch Walmart yet, but that's the thing, yet. Eventually they will and the low price leader, it's gonna be a losing battle for them. Tesla used to do great until they tried to make a car that was for the masses. When they tried to do that, they weren't making enough money and now they keep having financial difficulties. So my point in all this is you don't wanna be that guy or that gal. You don't want to be the one that's the low price leader. People value what they pay for. So the the bi vocational training program that I do, it's not an inexpensive program. Uh it's basically $5,000. Actually the price is 10,000. I just haven't redone the video yet, so it still has the old pricing on it. And um here's 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 one of the key things with this whole thing. I tried to come out with another program That was $2,000, not the same training at all. Almost everyone who went through the $2,000 training didn't do a thing with it. Didn't do a thing. Why is that? Because they weren't financially invested. Like $2,000, it's a lot of money, but it's not going to break the bank. $5,000, it's a lot of money, and someone's going to take it seriously. So then me, as someone who's training someone who's spending a year mentoring them, I know that they're financially invested, therefore I want to be invested in them. It's the same thing when you go out there and you serve your clients in whatever industry you do, whether you're a plumber, uh, a painter, uh, well, hopefully not an Uber driver. You don't get to control that at all, right? But my point is, is that you want to be in a position where you're dealing with people who value you They value your time. They value your expertise. They value what you bring to the table. And you got to charge accordingly. So I don't worry about people who can't afford my programs. I just know it's not the right time for them. Uh, My uh, uh, partner on another program, a guy by the name of Dave Negri, he and I did an episode of Church Planner Podcast a couple of weeks back. Um, He and I have a program that's for contractors. And it's a three-month program, and it's $12,500. And we spend about an hour a week with them. Uh, basically, it's $1,000 a call. I mean, it's a little bit more, actually, when you actually see the whole thing. You might go, why in the world would someone pay $1,000 to be on a group coaching call? And it's because we're going to make them maybe an extra four to $600,000 the first year. So would you try, trade $12,000 for an extra four to $600,000, of course you would. Now, if I said, hey, I just want to get people in this and I'm just going to charge a $1,000 or $500 or 100 bucks for it, would I get people in it? Probably not. Because if you're a business making, you know, a million dollars a year in gross revenue and someone came to you and said, hey, I have the solution. I have the solution to get you to double your clients and therefore double your profits and it's 100 bucks, Would you believe them? You wouldn't, you'd be like, whatever, you're, you're not legit. You're not real. So all of this guys is to say that if you're bivocational and you are in the marketplace, do not undercut yourself. Don't try and be the low price leader. In fact, uh, literally this morning I was meeting with a company that needs my help and so I'm talking to them I'm like, how did you come up with your prices? And he's like, well, you know, uh, some companies charge $70, some companies charge $125, and so we decided to charge $90 and make it unlimited. Uh, it's a uh, firearms company, and they do uh, what's called concealed carry weapons training. And uh, in the state of California, you've got to have your actual firearms listed on your concealed carry weapon. And so every gun you have to be qualified on. And so he was like, you know, basically, they became the low price leader by charging $90, even though it was in between, but because they didn't charge for any additional firearms, like you could have as many as you wanted to get added to your card. They ended up becoming the low price leader, they ended up becoming the cheapest. The problem with that is he doesn't make enough money. He's always struggling. In fact, the owner of that particular company hasn't taken an income out of it in a couple of years. Not necessarily the situation you want to be in, but why is he in the situation? Trying to be the low-price leader. So that's my encouragement to you. Don't be the low-price leader. Um, If you want to know what the bivocational training program is that I have, check out missionbybusiness.com. Just type that right into the browser. Head on over there. I got a great little uh, webinar up there. I'll be updating it shortly. And when I update it, the price will change. But until I get it updated, uh, which will probably be sometime this next week, you can go ahead and take advantage of it now if you choose to. Uh, but again, I just encourage you, if you're bivocational, think about the value that you're bringing. That's what you're really bringing to the table. So don't undercut yourself. Don't cheat yourself out of money. Charge what you're worth. People will value you more when you actually charge what you're worth. Take care.